Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Good day. My name is Heino Torlage and um, I'm from South Africa. I am the AFM director for the office in South Africa where we recruit missionaries, train them, and then they will be sent out to the mission field. We also run another mission organization called Abundant Life. And that is where we recruit young people to come and do mission work for one year in South Africa. And we mainly visit schools and prisons and old age homes. And then what we also do is we're looking at different community projects where we can do and help the community to build the community. One of our community projects or mission projects in South Africa is a school called Advent Hope. And um, the lady that's actually started the school was Istandi Masuku. Um, and this school is in a real, in the center of Zululand in a town called Lutlue. So we, we go there and we try to go there at least once a year and to help to build up the community there and especially to help to improve the school. So one of our first projects that we had at the school, they actually had a huge water problem there. So whenever they get water, they only get water in the pipes maybe once a week and then the water gets shut off again. So they had a few water tanks there where they actually, as soon as the water comes on, you don't know when it comes on, so you just need to watch out when the water's coming on. Then you start filling up your water tanks, and then as soon as the water tank is full, the one, then you start, you switch the pipe over until you get as much water as you can, because you know you're only going to get water in a week's time again. Yeah, so when, when we got there, all the tanks were standing all over the place. The one was in this corner of the, of the yard and the other one in the other corner. And the school kids battled to get the water out of the tanks because the tanks were standing on the ground. So they had to dig a hole where the tap is so that they can put the water bottle under the, the tap. So when we saw this, we decided, no way, so we're going to help them to, to have a proper system here. So we decided to throw a, a slab of concrete, build it up a little bit higher, and throw a slab of concrete so that we can put all the tanks on top of the concrete, and then connect all the tanks so you don't have to fill up one and then the next one, but they all fill up at the same time. And also, there's one tap, if you open the tap, then there's enough space where you can put a bucket or your border bottle or anything underneath and you can fill it up with no with no too much effort. So um, that was our plan. So we organized with Dundee to, to get some sand and stone for us and everything and we will organize the cement so that we can mix in and, and the word they use there is a Zulu word they call it daga and daga means concrete, you mix the concrete. So we said to her we want to make some daga and if, they, if she could please organize the, the stone and the, and the sand for us. So when we arrived there, there was, um, there was some sand, but there was no stone. But she thought she had stone, 
and we must just go behind the church and we must see there and look there we might find the stone there so she took us behind the church and when we got there we were looking and looking for the stone but everything was level there was no stone there and she said the stone was right here and she started scratching in the dust And here comes out a few pebbles of stone, concrete stone. And she said, yeah, you see, it was here, it was here. So I started um, just with my feet, scratching a few stones together. But it was more sand than it was stone. So I sent one of the, the youngsters, one of the young missionaries. I said, they must find a rake and see how much stone they can rake together and sift the sand out so that we can throw the concrete. Now the concrete slab is about 12 by 3 meters. It was it's quite a huge slab that we need to throw. And you need to make it quite a thick slab because it, the weight is quite heavy because of the water that's going to be on it. So they brought, we were busy putting the sand together and they brought one wheelbarrow of stone there and they, and they tipped it and I said, do you guys know any, anyhow where we're going to find some more stone? You have to look around and see if we can't find some more. Oh no, there's some more. We can go and fetch it with the wheelbarrow. I said, all right, well, bring whatever you can. So a few minutes later, they came back with a full load of stone again. I said, now oh, where did you go? No, they said it's, it's there. And I said, but... You know, how, how is it possible? So they went back and they bought another wheelbarrow of stone. And then another one and then another one. And every time when they get there, back there, there's more stone. And eventually we finished mixing the dagger with no stone, but with all the stone we needed. And God just provided the stone, continuously he just provided the stone and we could finish it. And at the same time, we had a group of young missionaries that were busy working in administration building of, of the school. And we decided we're going to paint it out. And, and we measured up all the walls and we decided we're going to just buy enough paint or get enough paint to, you know, to cover the walls. And about two, three days later, they came to me and said to me, Uncle Heiner, the, the, paint, is, the paint job is finished. And I said, oh, great. And um, how much paint do you got left? And they said, oh, there's a whole full drum still standing there in the storeroom. I said, okay, well, let's tackle a few of the classrooms and let's paint a few of the classrooms. And we decided which classrooms we're gonna paint.
And when they were done, they said to me, Uncle Heiner, we're done with, with the classrooms to paint them. And I said, oh, great. And the paint, is it finished? And they said, no, no, when we got back to the storeroom, there was another drum of paint. I said, well, that's strange. And I said, well, take the drum and go and paint out the church, you know. So they went and they painted out the church. When they were done, they said, well, the, the church is finished now and what shall we paint now? I said, but the paint must be finished by now. They said, no, no, Uncle Heine, there's another, when we got back, there was another full tin of paint. I said, it's impossible. They said, well, when we got there, there was another, and they, I said, well, go to the headmaster's house and paint out the headmaster's house. So they went to the headmaster's house and they painted out the headmaster's house. So when they were done with the headmaster's house, they said to me, okay, Uncle Heine, we're done now, what now? I said, go, well, the paint must be finished now. They said, no, Uncle Heine, when we got back to the store, there was another full tin of paint there. And we didn't have anything else to paint anymore, so we went back home with a full tin of paint. <laughs> so God just provided the paint continuously, and we could do much more work than we thought of doing. So on the Friday of the project, we decided to have a, a community where the whole community will come together and we will um, give them clothes and things they needed and then we're going to provide them with some soup and bread. So we asked Tandi um, how many people does she think we must cater for and she said well normally when she does something like this there's only about maybe 60 people coming. So I said all right. I went to my wife and I said to her she was working in the kitchen for us at that stage and I said to her well there's 60 people coming so can we make soup for 60 people and give them each you know a few slices of bread maybe two or four slices and then you know we let them all come together we're going to have a worship with them pray with them and then we're going to dish out the food for them so the the community came together and we had our worship together we had our prayers together and they sang songs together they can sing beautiful the Zulu people and then um, I invited them to to come to the kitchen we were going to dish out the food. My wife, she's a very organized lady. She dished out 60 cups of soup and she put on each cup the slices of bread. And I watched the people standing in the long queue getting their, their soup and I was counting them quickly, one, two, three, four, five. And I got to 16 and I saw that the line is still twice the the sizes as there's more people double uh, many people as as what we catered for so that was uh, for us quite a problem <laughs> because now we only had 60 cups of soup so i went to her and i said there's more people marina there's i i guess there's about double about 120 people here and i only had 60 cups and I filled up 60 cups and there's no more soup. I said to her, well, let's just half the soup. And uh, I started halving the soup. She scratched some cups out there somewhere. And I started half the soup. 
but they came so fast that eventually I just gave up because I realized I'm not going to, I'm not going to win this one. And when it's done, it's done. And they came one by one and they took the cups and they took the cups and the cups never got less. They all got soup and there were still a few cups left. Just about 120 people got enough soup of 60 cups. And um, God just provided again. And He just showed us that He's the provider. And when we do His work, we must give things for Him in His hands. And He will lead and He will provide everything that we need and even more than we need. So, yeah, so that is the miracle of Shushuin, of multiplying the things that we need for our needs. AFM missionaries need your prayers every day, whether it is for safety from traffic accidents, for protections from spiritual attacks from the devil, for healing from disease that strikes their children, or for divine appointments to meet the people that are seeking truth. They also need your donations as they rely on your gifts for their salary and all their mission project expenses. Together, you can partner with the missionaries to reach the unreached for Jesus. To adopt a missionary to your family or to support them financially, point your browser to afmonline.org. Once there, just click on the Missionaries tab. That's afmonline.org and select Missionaries from the top tab. Did you enjoy these stories? I know what you're thinking. You'd love to hear more. Well, you can. Here's how you can add more stories to your daily missions diet. Why not subscribe to Adventist Frontiers magazine, the cutting edge of frontier mission life? Point your browser to afmonline.org. Scroll down and click on Get It Free to subscribe. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal.